Oh boy, the flames are rolling, but let's not get too excited. Also, I got a question on the game of hockey. All that and more today on the Box Score Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of season 3 of the Box Score Podcast. And does it not feel good to have hockey back? felt so good to be back at the Dome at the season home opener for the Flames this past month. It ended in a loss, but just felt great to be at a hockey game again. I will have Carling, who was at the game with me, join me later, and we will talk about the Flames' hot start and touch on a few other hot topics, such as the debacle that is the Chicago Blackhawks, plus our surprises on this young season. To quickly bounce around the other major sport leagues, me and Brett could not have been more wrong with our champion picks for the MLB playoffs. We are down to two teams, the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. And there's a good chance by the time you are listening, we will have our champion. The NBA is back, and I will just get right to it with my picks. Realistically, I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz. I refuse to pick the Nets and Lakers. And my bold pick is the Raptors? No, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls. Honestly, my quick thought in the NBA, LeBron has annoyed me again. How can you help usher out basically your entire team for all-stars and aging veterans? I just hope it fails. Meanwhile, the Nets, I'm just not a fan of Kyrie or Harden. Really not. But I am becoming a fan of the Mavs and Nuggets, but still and always will be a Raptors fan. Scotty Barnes is looking good, and my new favorite Raptor is OG Ananobe. And a small note in the NFL, is anyone else a Cardinals fan this season? I am loving Kyler Murray and how he is leading a dominant team this year. Okay, that is it for the other sports leagues from a quick Tim perspective. Now to our first guest. You have heard him before. Here to talk hockey, it is Carling Lamb. All right, here we are back, and I am... So excited to welcome back again, my friend Carling Lamb to talk about hockey. How's it going, dude? Not too bad. I mean, still stuck at home most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hockey, it's, it's hockey season, so you can't really complain, right? Yeah, now it's now at least you have more things to do at home that are hockey related. So it's it's good. It's a good, you know, fall brings a lot of things, but it brings hockey back to us, which I am thankful for. Yeah, and with the compressed schedule, it means more games per week, too. It's true. So it's more hockey every day of the week, which, again, no complaints at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's hop right into it. Of course, we got to start with the hometown team, the Calgary Flames, who have been red hot lately. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, particularly first star of the week. Uh, I believe it was three shutouts in four games. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. yeah but it was only two this past week. Two this past week, correct. Um, but yeah, so he's been on fire lately and I've, you know, kind of pleasantly been surprised with how the flames have been going so far. Yeah. Um, I think they're finally playing Daryl Sutter hockey, but to play devil's advocate, it's, we've only been in eight games so far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not getting my hopes up too much. I'm just kind of pleasantly surprised with how they've been playing so far. Uh, I mean, this is kind of the Flames team that we've kind of been hoping for for the last three, four, I don't even want to know how many years. Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely see mirrors between this team and, say, the 0304 team. Mm-hmm. This team is probably a little bit more talented than that team was. Yes. 
but I also don't want us to end up like the 0102 team that started off hot in October and just absolutely tanked the rest of the season. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I also don't desire a team that plays really well and then kind of squeaks in the playoffs and then gets like swept in the first round either. I kind of just, you know what, if you're going to be this good, be this good all year, be this good in the playoffs, and let's just do something good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Be more like the 0304, not the 1819 plays. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> those are some painful years. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Flames looked really good. I mean, that that top line of Goudreau, Lindholm, and Kachuk have been playing really good. I mean, Johnny's got 11 points, Lindholm's got 10, uh, and Andrew Manchapani is being an absolute puck hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, someone's got to put the puck in the net, right? <laughs> it's true, and right now it's basically just Lindholm and Manjapani who both have seven goals each. Yeah, Manjapani's continuing his hot play from end of last year the world championships and i hear he's actually yeah. on the olympic short, uh the olympic long list now yeah which i mean Canada. he has the international experience now with the world championship and he was a, a stud there um so I, I that'd be really cool to see to see him on the team i mean um unfortunately goudreau and kachuk who are also probably on that list are both american uh lindholm is swedish uh <laughs> as i look at this list i'm like wow we don't have as many canadians as i thought we used to <laughs> no we don't but, like, the Canadian team's always so deep anyway. So, mm-hmm. while it's nice to be on a long list, pretty sure he won't make that team. <laughs> Probably not, unless he continues Something scoring this much. Then, you know, maybe. If um, he has, like, an Aginla-esque year, then yes. we'll talk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the Flames. They, we're just happy. We're not going to get our hopes up too much. Um but, uh, you know, looking at the standings, as I pull it up here, um, is there any real team that kind of, you know, really has been a surprise for you? Look at the top five. We've got Florida, who only just lost their first game. Carolina, who hasn't lost a game. The Oilers, eh. And the Flames, who are up there as well. And then we also got teams like the Rangers and, and, and the Capitals. Uh, is there any team that kind of really has surprised you? Uh, one of the ones I mentioned, or maybe another team? I think you and I both know that it's going to be Buffalo. Yes, yep, 100%. The fact that they're in the top 10 right now is, is shocking. And again, it's it's eight games into the season for them. Are we thinking they're going to stay there? No, <laughs> but still, that's impressive. <laughs> like a 5-2-1 start without your star player, that's pretty awesome. And uh, I was trying to remember, because I remember like they, they lost their goaltending from last year, and I was like, who's their goaltender? And I'm like, looking down, like, Craig... Anderson? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> He's still playing? <laughs> Flames legend. A little draft pick anyway. But... <laughs> you know, it counts. Um, but, I mean, he has four wins and a save percentage of 9-3-9, which is pretty good. And he's not exactly a young goaltender anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's probably going to regress back to his mm-hmm. career standards, especially at 40-41. Um I don't expect Buffalo to stay up there for very much longer. Um, no, definitely not. That's still a very pleasant surprise with Eichel being out. Um, and yeah. to a certain extent, Florida is a surprise to me too. Like if you start 8-0, 8-0-1, well, 8-0, and before losing in overtime, I mean, would you have thought that they would have started 8-0? No, like I, I expected Florida to be pretty good this year, but not, not 8-0. Uh, yeah. for sure. Like out of the, the teams I mentioned in the top five, maybe I would have picked Carolina there. 
yeah. um like the rangers too that's a surprise um yeah and then buffalo san jose's kind of been up there too as a surprise um and on the on the opposite side of surprises that or why are you doing so horrible colorado and vegas got off to really poor starts and they're only at four and four and well they're both four and four i think yes they are yeah um and i was shocked by that i mean they're kind of picking it up now they both are on win streaks but slow starts for them which was kind of surprising for me yeah for sure but you know those teams with the talent they have they're the opposite of buffalo yeah where they started cold but they have the talent to come back whereas buffalo probably doesn't um, the other team I want to mention is Seattle. They're right around where I thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of hanging in there, not doing great, but weak division, so you're still kind of still within reach. Yeah. <laughs> and like we said, it's been what eight to ten games in, into the season for all the teams in that division. Yeah, and that and that again, that division is probably the weakest division in the whole league. Um, and Seattle, they'll be able to hang around because you know teams like. Uh, Los Angeles, you know, Vancouver's off to a bit of a poor start. Um, you know, the Ducks, like these are teams that are rebuilding and, you know, they're hanging in there now, but, you know, how long can it last? Yeah, you know winning's not their top priority right now. No, no, it definitely is not. Um, but hey, since I mentioned the Ducks, shout out to Ryan Getzlaff becoming the all-time leading scorer for them. Yep. Hit- Hitman legend. Hitman legend. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Um, the every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but that's it for surprises, I guess. I guess another big thing that's kind of been going on, and I don't want to talk on this too much because it's not exactly a fun thing to talk about, but it's, man, the mess that is the Blackhawks. Yep. And, um, like, just oh, the, the news coming down, you know, earlier in the summer about, you know, this uh, sexual assault kind of uh, case, uh, and it just kind of kept growing and growing, and now it's, you know, stretched to other teams now because, you know, Florida who's off to that amazing start, had, you know, hit their coach, Joel Quinville, stepped down. And, you know, it's just kind of crazy to see how big this has become. Yeah, um, it's really a really tough, crappy situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I don't know how what, or even why the Blackhawks let it get to this. Yeah. Like, some of the comments that were made, like, I totally agree with. It's... I've. Personally, I do feel like they put the championship before their players. Oh, 100%. Totally. So, I don't, I don't know. It's a really tough, crappy situation. And, you know, I think what kind of shows that, you know, it is exactly what you just said. They put the championship before, you know, the good of their players is that both Joel Quinville and Stan Bowman stepped down. They didn't get fired. They didn't. They They knew probably that okay we messed up now we got caught i'm just gonna step down because i know i'm wrong <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of like what my thought process is i'm like man and it's just like crazy to see that this kind of thing has happened because you know nhl has not really ever had huge problems like this compared mm-hmm. to other major sports and uh and now this is kind of just putting a big black mark on on the season and the blackhawks as a franchise um and you know it doesn't help that their season is going really bad right now they only just got their first win um yeah for, for sure so it's gonna be a tough year for blackhawks but i think they need to get this you know out um and just kind of start fresh basically next season yeah and like i do commend the league for finally like taking a look at it and mm-hmm. 
um, punishing them the way they did. But at the same time, looking at their punishment, I think the Blackhawks were fined, what, $2 million? Yeah, you know, I saw a comparison. I saw, I forget if it was an article or a tweet, um, but someone talked about how when Arizona went through this whole fitness training issue that got people fired and they lost their first round pick, like they lost their first round pick because they were doing, I forget exactly what it was, but they did something wrong and they lost a first round pick. I'm like, this, I feel like you probably should have lost a first round pick and be fined. <laughs> yeah, that, and even looking back at the Devils when they circumvented the cap, they were fined $3 million. So that's why I'm kind of like, okay, well, I don't feel like these penalties are equal even like when $3 million for circumventing a cap versus $2 million for endangering your players. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It just... Yeah, when I saw that they were fined $2 million, I literally was like, in my head, that's it? $2 million for this? Like, you basically ruined this player's, you know, life. You know, it's it's marked him for forever, you know? And it's going to be hard for him to come over. And I, I agree. I think the league's handling it pretty well. Uh, you know, I think Bettman's doing a good job of reaching out to the player uh, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I think they're handling it well, but... The fact that, you know, it took this long to come out uh, is kind of, you know, sad. Yeah, and same with the PA as well. Like, I'm surprised at what's coming out of the NHL PA as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's changes there too. Um, You know, I'm curious to see what happens with John Daly. Uh, So it's it's just going to be interesting to see how this continues to unfold. I mean, there's still investigations going on. Um, You know, you mean Don Fear, right? Yes, sorry, yeah. I don't know why I said John Daly. Don, Don Fear, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this, the rest of this unfolds, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but enough of that, because that's, you know, not fun to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing I wanted to talk about, obviously we talked about surprises and stuff, uh, but another player I want to talk about is Alexander Ovechkin. And there's all of this talk about him, you know, catching Gretzky and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, he's getting old, he's slowing down. Um, I think he's proving us wrong this year. So far, yeah, he's on pace for 81 goals, so. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's kind of, you know, really pushing it forward to try to um, to, to get that. And, I, and I, I was one of the ones who said early on, too, I was like, you know, he's going to do it. I, I believe he can do it. And I think he wants to do it. Right. So, yeah, because what, a five-year contract is what he signed? Mm-hmm. I think in the last year, that last year, I think it would be really special if he gets in like his final five games and yeah. then he retires. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it would be cool if he just like beats him by one goal. Yeah, because he's only about 100, uh, 150 some odd goals away. So yeah. if he gets 650 or 60 this season, um, yeah, and then four more seasons of just 40 goals would even be great. <laughs> yeah, totally. And 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 the thing is like, knowing Ovechkin and the pace that he can score at when he's hot, like if he if he's going at the pace he is right now, easy. He can probably get it done in like four years. Um yeah. but yeah I think I think you're about right. I don't think he's gonna keep scoring at this pace because that would be absolutely insane. Um but yeah I agree. I think he will beat it and I think yeah probably his last season. If not they sign up for one year and he'll easily get it after that. Yeah. I mean all he needs to do is keep hogging a puck, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and how much is he's two away from Brett Hall too? So he's at seven thirty nine yeah. now. Hall is at seven forty one. So he's just gonna he'll probably pass Yager this year, um, and then. But what if Yager comes back? Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what? It's still possible, and I'm pretty sure 
I saw something on Instagram where he had like eight points in five games. So I'm like, he's still he's still scoring somehow. <laughs> Flames legend. Yeah. League, right? Flames, so. Flames legend Yarmo Yager. Flames legend Yarmo Yager. Um, okay, lastly, uh, I want to touch on fantasy hockey because I actually love fantasy hockey. I, I got the NHL game, and the biggest reason that I got it is because I love to do franchise mode, and I don't even care about the games. I just like to trade players and sign players <laughs> and do that kind of stuff. Um, but fantasy hockey, as in our uh, our fantasy leagues, um, and you know what? I want to try this. I want to try giving giving advice to people. Basically, my advice is don't do what I do because... <laughs> You'll lose. <laughs> what did um, you do, Tim? What did you do? <laughs> I mean, I hey, I I got a win in both of my leagues this last week, so that's that's a positive. After getting destroyed in the first two weeks, <laughs> I think I lost. It's funny. The first week in both of my pools, I lost eleven nothing, or no, eleven one and twelve nothing, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be one of those years, isn't it? Um, but, but yeah, no, I just, I love doing, um, this fantasy hockey. Um, and what did I do this week? I picked up Bo Horvat cause I need face-offs. That's usually a pretty good pick. And part of me thinks, am I going to regret that? Well, I had him last year, um, for the same reason, but at least Horvat's one of those players that will chip in offensively as well. True. You don't, you're not picking like a third or fourth liner who's out there just to take the face off. And then get off the ice. Yeah. So he's not like a Nate Thompson kind of player. No, yeah, I don't I don't want a Nate Thompson, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I think one of my strategies that I've been doing in these pools is picking players who can do multiple positions. And I'm starting to think maybe this is not the right thing to do. Maybe you should just go with the the best player. Not maybe the, not the best player available, but one of the better ones available instead of just kind of going through this list and be like, oh, Kaprizov, left wing, right wing. Got it. Taking him. <laughs> Have you looked at my team this year? I I've, I have, but now I want to take a better look, so I'm gonna hop well, over your team. Do you have a lot I of? I kind of copied you your dual position um, strategy during the draft. And oh yeah, there you go. You do. It's, it's kind of worked out for me. I mean, I'm two zero and one so far. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you got a lot. I, I think it. Yeah. I was. About I think to... it really helps that uh, Drysaddle takes a lot of faceoffs and. Tavares takes a lot of face-offs, so See, as long as I have those two in my lineup, I'm usually pretty good for face-offs, regardless of who else I put in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's that's for sure. Like, I was just looking at your three players who can play centers, I'm like, dang. And you pick Andrew Kopp up. I picked him up in my other league, and I was going to pick him up in ours. And I was yeah. like, why does he have so many face-off wins? He's not even a center. Well, I mean, he is, but they don't list him as a center yeah, for which is, reason. Which is weird, but anyways, I scooped him up. I was going to take him, but you got, got to him first, but... I need face-off help because that's that's where I'm struggling a lot right now in both <laughs> my leagues, and scoring goals. I'll get like 18 well, assists and then I'll score two goals. I think we've always had an issue. Both of our teams have always had issues scoring goals. <laughs> yes, I think that's always been a problem. You're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I shout out to my shout out to my near perfect goaltending week last week. <laughs> oh yeah, you had a really good goaltending week last week. So did I actually. Um, I had a pretty decent one. Uh, my goal team's actually been one of the high points of my team so far this year. Although there's an O next to Connor Hellbuck. That's not nice. Oh, okay. His <laughs> wife just gave birth to their child. That's all good. That's He'll fun. be back soon. <laughs> He'll be back soon. But I also see that Kale McCarr is out, which is not fun. Dang. Well, 
it is what it is. <laughs> yep. Too late now. Stuck for the week. <laughs> yep. I'm stuck for the week. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's kind of wraps up what I wanted to do. It's spontaneous ad lib kind of show. No scripted, uh, not scripted. Um, just talking hockey. And I think, I think it went well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not our usual 45, 60 minute ramble. No, no, I'm trying. I, I really am trying to cut it down short unless it, we need to talk about it for longer, but not today. Today's just a spontaneous season's just started. It's young. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe, maybe Arizona will turn it around and, and win the division. Who knows? Let's start by winning one game first. You know, I think just to, to hopefully say, they don't play Calgary soon because every time something like that comes up against Calgary, it always goes wrong. <laughs> oh yeah. Calgary is usually the first to give people a win or their first career goal or this or that. Like, I don't know. It just seems it's always against Calgary. Um, but I think just to kind of touch on Arizona a little bit before we wrap up completely. Um, I think Arizona's kind of been happy in a way. It's like, Oh, Chicago's getting all this negative attention because they haven't won a game and all this other stuff. And we haven't won a game either, but shh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah anyways thanks again man for for joining me uh it's always a pleasure to have you um and i'm sure we'll do this again soon because hey olympics are coming up and that's always fun yeah we gotta do our olympic rosters like yes. i was telling you earlier today i'm done my first pass and i have to go look through all the european leagues now to fill out some of the smaller uh, countries like germany mm. slovakia latvia what's the other one that other team that made it <laughs> <laughs> Slovenia, and Switzerland, China. Switzerland is usually a piece China, of don't forget team. China. Oh, China! I'm, not, yeah. I'm on that team. <laughs> <laughs> if they allow heritage players, I could make that team. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, Olympics are always so much fun, um, and I'm looking forward to doing that episode with you. That will probably be. We'll we'll try to do like a 25 minute episode, but it might That'll be already. Uh, but but yeah, I look forward to doing that uh, next month. Uh, but for now. Thank you, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Enjoy your week, too. All right. Uh, We will be back in just a moment. I have another guest coming on, uh, and you won't want to miss what he has to say. Well, welcome back, and as I said, I have another guest with me today. This time, it is someone brand new, someone you've never heard from before, uh, but he's a very close friend of mine. I would like to introduce my friend, Bolu. Uh, how's it going, man? What's Fafadoji? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you said, like, oh, people they've never heard from, and I'm like, they've probably never heard of me in the first place. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's make That's this true. as interesting as possible. It's true. All uh, 14 of my viewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, how's it going, man? How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. You know, I'm just keeping myself busy, keeping myself, uh, trying to keep myself as, as clean as possible, you know, resting as much as I can and stuff. That's, so it's not too that's bad. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, now, people who do know you are like, what is Bolu doing on a sports podcast? Hey, this guy's <laughs> not sporty. But that is untrue. That wow. 
Shots fired. <laughs> Just to fill in some context here, me and Bolu, um, we go back and forth a lot. Um, <laughs> so there may be shots fired. Um, well, how sporty are you, Bolu? Tell tell everyone. Okay. Unknown to a lot of people. Actually, no, a lot of people might know this. I do have a sports background. Um, I played soccer for about not too long actually but it was it was a couple of years I, I really enjoyed soccer i was into watching soccer i was into watching basketball for a bit but then i found something better which was music so i kind of just like hid the sports side so i do have a sports background i'm just not you know as crazy as the rest of you <laughs> that's right we're a crazy bunch <laughs> that's cool yeah i knew i knew you played soccer um i mean we've had many conversations about what is the toughest sport, but we'll save that conversation for another day. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I, I mean, I'm just excited to have you on here. Um, and there's really one specific reason I brought you on here today. <laughs> and that is uh, a recent experience of yours. Um, oh, man, it still brings a smile to my face. Um, so you have been doing <laughs> some, You've been doing some some work for uh, the UFC Dinos uh, Sports, so kind of been doing, um, you know, camera camera work and tech stuff. Uh, again, more context. Me and Bolu, we served together at our church uh, in the tech department. Um, we're both. I've taken broadcasting. He's currently taking broadcasting. So we're uh, we're broadcasting guys, tech guys. So we'll talk a lot about that. His, but yes, I'm his broadcasting child. <laughs> Basically. Um, so yeah, you have been doing some work for UFC. Um, I won't call you a traitor, I swear. Uh, <laughs> but, but you've been doing work for UFC. Fair. You've been working for UFC for you know soccer and, and basketball and, and hockey. And you recently got to do hockey, and that was an interesting experience for you. I heard, for a lack of better words, yes, interesting. Um, let me just say this: at first things first, I I I now get why. I believe a lot of hockey players are like so full of themselves because of the sport they play. I can I can see why like you can, you know, get out the sport and be like, yeah, you know, I'm a hockey player. Yeah. I know how to shoot those bar down skis, you know. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it's it's oh man. So the experience was just unbelievable. Like I mean, like I was expecting. Like I remember you and. Uh, uh, Austin, the person who got me involved in the job, I remember you. You guys were telling me like, "Yeah, it's such a such a fast paced sport," and I thought I was prepared for fast pace. I didn't know I was getting myself into a sport that has been played on fast forward times five. Like <laughs> everything was moving. I literally could not keep my eye on one thing, and oh, like maybe man. it didn't help that I was looking through like a a tiny screen on a, on a, on a small camera. But like mm -hmm. even when I'd look away from the camera. Why are there three referees on the on the on the ice going back and forth? Who am I watching? Oh man! <laughs> when you were first telling me, dude, I was like laughing to myself because I'm literally I'm like, dude, you're looking at university hockey right now. That's not you're not even in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm telling you, I would not want to be after that. Like, like okay. No offense to the sport yet. With this statement, no offense to the sport. More of those will come later. I'll play. Oh, I'll play. <laughs> no, but like, for, like, no offense to the sport, but like, 
a lot of it is just happening for no reason. And like you said, um, on a on a university level, like this is already so much. Like, ah, oh, like I want to get into specifics. It's just like why. <laughs> What's the what's the biggest one? What's the biggest like why you have? And I, maybe I'll try to explain it to you. Line changes while the sport is going on. No, you cannot. There's no. There's nothing you can tell me that would explain why that needs to happen. I'll, I'll like, try. Uh, I'll try. So here, here be my 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 explanation to you. Because um, you know you're right. Other sports, you know, you know basketball. They can only make changes during a whistle. Soccer, yeah. you have to hold up that sign that says we're taking this number off, putting this number in. And that only ever happens when there's some kind of break or stoppage in the game. Uh, football, mm-hmm. they have the offense. They have the defense. And you can sub a player in and out at a whistle. <clears throat> the game of hockey is not like other sports where there's a lot of breaks sometimes. So think about this. And you see how fast the game is. They play on blades, <laughs> skates, right? So they're always maintaining their balance. They're always moving around, always moving their legs. Whereas other sports, you know, there's lulls. There's times where the players aren't working as hard. Um, so now picture this. You're playing that a game. like a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be. But it's, it's also oh. true. It's also true. There's times in other sports where you're not doing much. Whereas the game of hockey, you're always moving always always moving even if you're standing in a spot you kind of have to be moving because you're again you're standing on a you know like a centimeter of a blade um so now picture that and now think about skating on ice full speed going all out for 10 minutes you're you're gonna be like ragged by the end of that just done and you don't want to play anymore (laughs) so that's why I think there's so many line changes because these players get tired so quick because they're constantly moving, constantly working their legs, constantly like just go, go, go the whole time. There's never really a time where any player is just standing there not doing much. Um, okay, I get that. I get yeah. that makes sense, especially with like the equipment that they have to be like skating around with. And that adds like what five extra pounds or ten extra pounds. But like, oh yeah, like it still doesn't make any because like okay, even the time limits for each period, it still doesn't make any sense because like. A lot of these people, like with the with the game I watched, a lot of these people are um, going in and out for. I don't even know how long they were in and out for. But my biggest pet peeve was whenever I'd be trying to follow a play, everyone would be all in this one giant cluster, this giant group in one corner, and then the person that had the puck, like I mean, had the puck, would circle back, and I'm like, oh, are they just trying to get out? And I'm following this person until they go off, and I'm like, wait. What just happened there? <laughs> like every like okay, like seriously, like everyone was piled up on each other. Mm-hmm. Like I mean like just on each other. People were falling over. It was it was like watching a whole bunch of like kids fight over like a basketball or something, a gym class. Like, like it, was, it was hilarious just watching people fall over. But then the person that I was like, I, I, I followed them into that cluster with the puck. They're circling back and I'm like, wait, what just happened? And and like other people would like come out at the same time. And I'm just like, okay, so now who has the puck? And the next thing I know, someone scores. And I'm like, yeah, no, hold on. That's not <laughs> even fair, bro. That's that's not even fair. Why? Like, oh, to me, man. it's just for no reason. Like, oh, man, it, it, it just seems so – well, okay. 
for someone that is not really interested in sports anymore, especially mm-hmm. hockey, it's like it's just like, bro, that that looks that this looks like this looks unorganized or something like that. You feel me? Like there's just so much happening at once. And like I get it, fast pace. You know they're on the ice, they're like going hard, like they're going ham for like I don't know what the the forty five seconds they were on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd be curious to take you like I'd be curious to take you to to a game whether it's, you know, NHL or, or the, you know, WHL with the Calgary Hitman. Um, and I just want you to, like, compare it because I, I agree. It does seem unorganized sometimes. And even with the with the WHL, like, these guys are just young, so they don't look organized. But when you watch an NHL game, like, it's so structured and it's a bit easier to follow because these guys are so familiar with each other. They play, you know, some of them play together for years and years and years. So they just kind of know where everyone's going to be at. Whereas, I mean, I've, I haven't done uh, camera really for for college sports or college hockey, but I have done it for Hitman, um, and it's it's a bit easier. You can follow a bit more um, because they seem to be more organized. Easier? Oh, I mean, I probably I think in terms of like how the flow of the game is. That's that's the only part I, I feel like is completely unorganized because like hmm. there's just so much happening. If I'm being honest, the only hype that comes well from my experience, you feel me? The only <laughs> hype that comes from hockey is the noise. You can like literally that's the only hype. Maybe someone else getting hit, but that's just it. Violence and noise. That's that's the only reason I feel like a lot of y'all are like into the sport. Obviously, other people that played the sport, that, you know, they have their own personal reasons. Yeah. But like, man, maybe because it's a hot, maybe because it's a university game i'm just like watching everyone only the time they get hyped is like when people are making noise on the on the on the ice or like the the ref is like tweet mm. like blowing, blowing the whistle being like hey hey get over here or bro let me not even get started on that <laughs> <laughs> yo i feel like we're gonna have another yeah, this would be like a regular segment bolu asked questions about <laughs> hockey <laughs> you're gonna have a whole like 30 second segment of me just like ranting about different sports bro and hockey uh-uh <laughs> hockey has to be a multi-episode thing literally that I, I i remember telling you about this that whole um three referees on the on the ice why dude in the nhl there's four why what is the point of okay okay so okay hear me out hear me out hear me out most sports have more than than two refs nba how much does the nba have nba has two three Football has yes. football has a ton. Football has like yeah. six or eight. Soccer probably has actually soccer's weird. Soccer has like one, right? Or two. Technically soccer has three or four. Around three or four. But just two okay. of them are linesmen and then yes. one of the one of the persons on the side. But oh. no not more than one during the play. That's my question. Literally, like I don't get it. Cause like, okay, the one thing that was explained to me by Austin was that um whenever the play gets stopped which mm-hmm. I actually this is the one thing i like about hockey actually is that the game keeps going so the game stops like the time stops yeah. when the play gets stopped yes the only time yeah so like that's the one thing i'm like okay you know we don't have like things in basketball or 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 soccer where it's like overtime or something like that which that part like i'm like okay you know what hockey you got that going for you my problem is though is that when there's three referees on the ice and the play gets stopped. I cool. You have two referees that are like moving closer to I think where the um 
where the where the substitute players are yeah. like in their little booths there and then you have one that's like going around on the ice and in the, in the heat of everything like stop like going from like full place to like stopping you have all these three of them moving on random places on the ice so I'm like I right, hold on who am I supposed to be following mm. to like like which one is going to start the game cuz it don't make no sense here's the, here's a question and, here's a question just for my own context and, and stuff is mm. there any distinguishing factors between the three refs or do they all look the same cuz in the NHL they they have referees and they have linesmen as well and their roles are slightly different depending on where they are on the ice so was there one that um, may have had like an orange like patch on their sleeve three of them had an orange patch one of oh. them didn't okay the the ones so there were four but one of them was off on the side i don't know i don't remember where they were more than half the game but two of them had the patch on their on their arm and one of them didn't um i think after a while i kind of got the hang of like always looking for the one that didn't have the patch right but that didn't work whenever like a, a face-off was about to happen because um the one the, the face-off directly in the middle um would always be would always be started by someone with the patch on on their arm right and then every other one was almost every other one was started by the one that didn't have any patches on their arm hmm. which made it like 10 times confusing yeah that's even confusing to me yeah, it, it makes more sense in the NHL. Um, and again, I think my reasoning to why there is three or four on the ice at one time is because the game is so fast and it takes like a split second for a player to trip, hook, high stick, cross check, you know, all those penalties. Um, and it doesn't always happen where the puck is. So, you know, one guy's yeah, always watching true. the puck. One guy's always watching kind of the whole, you know, like a like a wide shot, you know, you put it in camera term, terminology, they're watching the wide shot. Um and, you know, the other ones are kind of watching the play as it goes down to the other end and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, you see, that would make a lot more sense to me if more than half of them weren't fouling in the first place. <laughs> Literally, ah, you there, you cannot tell me that there's not, like, I, I believe that, like, 85% of the offenses that happen in a hockey sport is missed. Especially when everyone oh, yeah. is all just in this, this like, <laughs> this cluster of people just scrambling for the puck pushing each other against like a i'm telling you i would like if i was a kid i'd be terrified to just watch someone's face just plant right into like that plexiglass class there like i'd be that'd be horrifying bro. oh man <laughs> then yeah this one job i can i could never do in my life i i could see myself doing it being a ref i did i don't because you'll just you'll, so much hate so much hate <laughs> you know, even okay the hate for for any ref I believe is like universal in all sports, oh, 100%. which fair enough. There's sometimes where like it's kind of deserved, mm. but they're, but like most of the time it's not. They just kind of like have a reputation. Yeah, they're it. just they're just doing their job. They got to call a penalty. I mean, it's, it's yeah, what it is. Which is like, <laughs> oh man. Oh, another thing that I'm so confused about <laughs> is okay, not completely confused. I think this one this one is like one of the things that make eventually made sense was the face-offs happening at like six different points of of the court sorry court <laughs> muffle <laughs> of the ice of the rink or whatever you guys call it um the the um the one thing i don't get is though is that like what decides it because um austin explained to me that like it's usually whatever's closest to where the play was stopped but then all right cool i'm on camera that that dot was right next to the one that play stopped. Why are they going to the other side? 
Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure this rule is universal for the NHL and college, but I'll try to to explain it. So basically, there's actually nine face-off dots. Um, nine? There's there's two within the, the kind of... Uh, Wow, the word is escaping me. There's two on either. There's one on either side of the the net, on either end of yep. the rink. There's another one, another two, uh, just outside the blue line. So just outside the attacking zone. Oh yeah. Um, so there's two, again, on either side. So now that's eight in total. And then of course center ice. <clears throat> now what decides oh, okay. where the faceoff is going to be? There's many factors, but I'll try to explain the one that probably is what got you confused. If I'm in the attacking zone and I shoot the puck and I shoot it out of the glass, uh, over, over the glass, and no one else touched it and didn't deflect off anything, I just shot it straight out of the zone. Well, that's my bad. Now the play faceoff moves outside of the attacking zone because um, I'm the one who shot the puck out of play. I'm the one who kind of caused the delay. So we kind of lose the possession in a way from the attacking zone. Now, so it kind of just goes to that like middle outer one. Yeah, yeah, not the, like the direct middle. Okay. Not not center one, but just the one just outside the blue line. Uh, now, yeah. probably the situation you saw, you probably saw the puck go out near your camera, um, and maybe it was the defending team that shot it out. Um, well, that means it moves out again, or it moves further down because it was you know directly out, and there's a bunch of different factors. Um, but basically, whoever shot it out, the faceoff will be advantage other team. If that makes sense. Let me let me just clarify some. Mm-hmm. Let me just clarify some real quick. I didn't lose the puck somewhere near me. I lost the puck the moment the game started. <laughs> 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 Bro, I'll tell you, I can't keep my like. Okay, as as a, as someone that watches hockey like regularly, how do you keep an eye on the puck? Do your eyes just like adjust to the like? Okay, I don't know. No, your your viewers probably don't have like a anime background or anything like that but no, for those that do, do do you like have like a like a sharing gun or like a third eye that you're able to like see that puck because like i'm telling you the moment one or two players get on that puck it's gone <laughs> unless there's a breakaway i can't find it i think i think the biggest thing i would say is just from like i've been watching hockey for 28 years i just keep what i just gave my way my well you know yeah. as long as i can remember <laughs> i don't remember watching hockey as a one-year-old so but you know maybe i did um but i think it just comes from knowing the game so much watching so much is that you can kind of almost have a feel for where the puck is going to be um so like when i'm watching a game and i'm seeing a play develop i already know okay that guy's got it he's probably going to drop it back to the point okay he's probably going to you know shuffle it over to that guy um you know and they're just trying to set up a play so i always know they're trying to pass it um, but seriously, like I have to back you up here for a moment because doing camera for hockey is probably the hardest out of the major pro as out of the major sports, that being basketball, baseball, football, uh, and European football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. The hardest sport to follow is definitely hockey. You know how many times I've seen a cameraman get deked out by a hockey player? I've, that is not I like hard. have never seen it happen in NBA. I may have seen it maybe, maybe in like American football, maybe. Baseball? Ain't no way. Uh, soccer? <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is go throw it to that super wide shot. You, you're good. Like, you're, you're, you're covered. But the number of times I've seen a, uh, a cameraman in, in hockey get faked out, for a, even just for a slight moment. Oh, man, it happens a lot. 
and you were working off and you're working off a tiny little camera whereas they have you know a giant camera so yeah, but usually those ones have like a closer zoom because i know there's some highlights that like people were like completely zoomed in oh, yeah. which how how because like the moment someone even pivots i'm lost like <laughs> oh bro it's actually crazy oh man i gotta tell you i gotta tell you i'm gonna wrap it up here but you just gotta i gotta take it to a game i want you to experience it from not from behind of a camera behind a camera just experience it you can ask me a ton of questions you can you can you know throw all the hate and slander on the sport you want uh it'll be a good time um and then, and then i want you to experience that i think i think that's your next step you should experience a, a game and then and then see if you can maybe that will answer some of your questions i don't know <laughs> i don't know man. or you can just, just come back on the show and slander. ask me more questions no, it's up to you i'm sure you have if i'm tons. coming back i'm slandering everything bro <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one more game to experience because the last one I watched was women's hockey. So I'm gonna apparently men's hockey is a lot harder and faster. So oh, we'll see, see, see how that goes. See the, see, I'll end, I'll kind of wrap it up now with this. See the thing with women's hockey when the first time I did it for play by play on like kind of like a radio side of things back in school, dude, this one girl like like just destroyed another girl with a big hit, and I lost my mind. I'm like, this is the first time I'm seeing a hit. And I'm just like, oh, what a hit! And then there's then there's a penalty being called. I'm like, oh, there's a penalty. What's it being called for? And it's, it's like, it? it's like, what was the the penalty was for? I think it's just a, for throwing a hit. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I'm like that's not a penalty. That's a game of hockey. Anyways, the men's the men's yeah, is is going to be faster. It's going to be more physical. So you'll you'll have. You, you, you thought you thought women's hockey was hard. Men's hockey is gonna be a little bit harder. You got you violent ridden fiends on ice, man. Oh. <laughs> and don't forget we have blades. So have, on, we have blades on our feet. Yeah, you see, I'm surprised you guys haven't used that as weapons. To <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Absolutely, that would be calls, called. Um, that would be death attempted called. murder. Attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh. man, uh, thanks so much for joining me on my show. It was a pleasure to have someone who is not really a sporty person anymore join me Thank and you. ask me questions about the sport that I love. Um, and slander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no problem. Oh, man. We're going to have some good times. We're going to have some good times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to bring Brett. Brett's been on the show before. Uh, he talks a lot about baseball and stuff. And we're going to have some kind of roundtable debate about what is the toughest sport. Uh, let's not get into it now because I, I, I just... Not, not now. We don't have all day. <laughs> but that Naturally. that episode is going to come at all. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, a gooder. It's going to be good, bud. It's great, bud. Oh, yeah. That's what I picked up from the hockey games. That's the only thing I learned. Great, oh. bud. Oh, yeah. Every every third word is bud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Toss her here, bud. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, cool. But, uh, hey, you know what? I'm going to show you some love. you got a podcast. Um, I think I believe it's called In the, the Corner with Bolu. Yeah, The Corner with Bolu. The Corner yeah. with Bolu. So you can find him on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those other random ones that are that Obscure. I have as well. <laughs> <laughs> well and he does not talk about sport. Well, maybe he does. I don't really know. He did that uh, I one slander time. everything. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into details of what you slander, but yeah, you do slander <laughs> a lot of things. Um, but yeah, his, his podcast is great. Check it out. Um, 
And and yeah, Bo, thank you for for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. It's gonna it's gonna happen again soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, everyone, uh, just hang tight. I will be back in just a few seconds to wrap up today's show. Um, So, yeah, don't go anywhere. All right, well, that about does it for today. A couple of thoughts tent off the show. Uh, Me and Carlin touched on Olympic hockey, which will return. It will be here in February. Over in China is where it's being played, but you'll be able to watch it here. Uh, there's a bit more added excitement because NHL players will be back. Four years ago, we saw Russia defeat Germany in the gold medal match with zero NHL players. Uh, but in 2022, it should be much different. Also, I have a random sport for you that I found recently. It is called Bandy. B-A-N-D-Y. If you've not heard of it, I recommend looking it up it is crazy it's a nice similar to hockey except it's played with a small ball and a curved stick it looks like a lot of fun uh and they play on a giant ice service um and 45 minute halves so similar to hockey but different uh and it just looks like a lot of fun all right now i am done if you don't already follow me on instagram it is at the box score podcast that's all one word at the box score podcast uh, so go ahead, give me a follow. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, I want to thank Carling and Bolu again for joining me today. And thank you for listening. Stay safe. Peace. <laughs>